This is episode 107 of Bella in Your Business. The next series of episodes are from a previously recorded live event training series that Erica Goodwin and I did together. The following is a past recording, but the information is just as juicy. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to the Jump Into Marketing Training, where your host, Erica Goodwin from the Marketing Blog, and me from Jump Consulting. Erica is the co-founder of Pet Pro Software, a kennel management software in the pet industry and a website professional. And Bella is a pet business consultant, speaker, and author who has been helping pet businesses since 2007. Each week, we'll take turns going over the airwaves, downloading the biggest secrets to grow your pet business. So today, we are going to tell you about the importance of design usability and frequent monitoring of your pet website. On Instagram, I want to say what's up to a dog's life. What's up, Yenny? What's up, Midwood Pet Sitting? Debbie, a happy tales pet sitting. On Facebook, I want to say what's up, Asha, Rose, Chloe, Darcy, Sarah, Jennifer, Danielle, Cheryl. Oh my gosh, there's so many of you guys. Remember, this is also an interactive show, so go ahead and ask your questions. If we can get to them on air, we will. If we can't, we're going to actually answer you personally when the show is over. So this is an interactive show. Don't be bashful. If you like something, give us hearts if you're on Instagram or hearts if you're on Facebook, okay? We also want to let you know that this show is sponsored by Marketing Solutions website and by Marketing with Bella. Why don't you tell them about Marketing Solutions? Because it sounds so much better coming from your voice. <laughs> so Marketing Solutions, basically what it is, is we build templates for pet sitters, dog walkers, pet businesses. So they're not just free template or a generic template. They're actually built for the pet industry. And what you do is you can purchase a template. You send us your branding and your content, and we customize it for you. And then we also offer web hosting and maintenance and support services. So you don't have to worry about your website anymore. Wow. And you guys, I just have to tell you that every single one of my Better Marketing with Bella clients, actually clients in general that have gotten her website, have sent me a thank you note for (laughs) turning them on to Erica. So it's definitely worth the watch. You want to go to marketing.co to find out more. And you'll also have to excuse me. My three-year-old got me very sick. Can I get like a thumbs up if any of you guys have kids that have gotten you sick before? So the other sponsor is my program, Better Marketing with Bella. And this is the last time I'm going to be mentioning it. And the reason is, is because we have a very small window that people can get into next semester. You have to apply. So you have to fill out a form. What is Better Marketing with Bella? 15 lucky pet sitters every single month are going to get a video Facebook cover. They're going to get two square videos. They're going to get two unique blog posts. They're going to get two emails. They're going to get four to six branded graphics. They're going to get two coaching calls and four group Zoom coaching calls where I actually teach just like this and answer everyone's questions. So you get this really great group think. You get professional editorial photos every month. And the only way to get this is to go ahead and apply. So I'm going to go ahead. It's very hard to talk and do all of this. The very first website, marketing.co. Go check Erica out. And if you want to apply for Better Marketing with Bella, it's jumpconsulting.net forward slash Bella dash marketing. Okay. Now that we got that all out of the way, let's get into it. The reason why we're all here. Erica, you are so knowledgeable about websites. I would honestly say probably one of the most in-depth, both knowledgeable background of websites, but also in the front. 
because you're not always, sometimes you can code a website, but it doesn't look mm-hmm. pretty. Sometimes you can make it look pretty, but it doesn't actually work. That's not so, functional. Erica, I'm going to get right into this. How do we even know if our website needs an upgrade? Well, there's tons of reasons. And from what actually, the reason that I actually got into this was through ProPet. When we were helping our clients, we noticed a lot of their websites were out of date. A lot of their websites were not secure. They might have had a website that was very different on their mobile than their desktop website. So they weren't linked at all. There's just out of date information. I mean, we can get it go on and on and on. So that's when I met up with Bella on Instagram and we kind of got into it and we know we realized there was a void that needed to be filled. And I'm like, well, let's jump in. So jump in, girl, jump in, <laughs> jump right in. So, I mean, there's tons of different ways you can take a look at your website. One of the biggest ones, if your website is not responsive, then that is one of the first clues that you need to get a new one as soon as possible. Google is starting to penalize for people that don't have responsive websites. And what do I mean by responsive? If you actually just grab the side of your browser and you make it smaller and your website content doesn't adjust with the size of the screen, your website is not responsive. Google has just uh, launched a couple months ago a new algorithm where it's mobile first. It was mobile first and they're kind of moving into a mobile only crawling for your websites which means if you do have that older version, any mobile searches, your website's going to be way down. So that is something you want to get on right away. So wait, go deeper on that really quick and explain the difference. Because I didn't understand this for quite a while, Erica. There is a difference between mobile and responsive. Those are not two of the same things. Mm-hmm. Can you break it down really quick for us? So responsive, I mean, if you can think of anybody's computer screens, there's so many different dimensions. People could have the retina display, which is even more pixels. So we could have a smaller computer, a larger computer. You want to make sure that your website works on all different screen sizes, the iPad, the Samsung tablet, all of them are all different. So responsive is it's a backend code. It's a coding thing that you put in and it'll basically tell your website that at a certain dimension, you're going to change this at a certain dimension. I want this logo to change to a smaller logo, or I want this image to switch sizes. So it's basically coding, telling your website how to react when your screen sizes adjust mobile. So you might notice a lot of people have a website, but then if you go to it, it's a mobile website. So you could use like a Duda mobile or something like that. Those are two separate websites. So they're not necessarily indexed the right way. So some, if you get a lot of traffic on your mobile website, it might not carry over to your regular website if it's not done properly. They take away all the design features and it's kind of just like the textual like smushed, right? Yeah. Like, and the responsive kind of keeps the design element to the best of its abilities, right? But keeps it with the same look and feel. So for all the barcoding websites, you'll notice that when you go on the mobile version, the menu's stripped out, but there's the call to action right there. So when you go to mobile version, you want to make sure it's super quick, super easy for your customer to find what they're looking for. And sometimes if your website is old and it's not responsive, then it's just, you have to like, you know, like the pinch in and zoom and people are just going to be like, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. Or they need to scroll down to try to find what they're looking for. And you want to make sure it's there right away. So if you don't have a call to action on your desktop website and your mobile website on the first screen, then you need to go fix that right away. Got it. Gosh, that is so good. That's such the basics. But Erica, I know people are listening to us and not everyone is looking for new customers. Some people are like, girl, I'm just fine the way I am. So why would those people really need to wonder about this or realize about this? You know, my website's fine. My business is doing fine. What do you have to say to that? I mean, if you're really content, then it is what it is and you can leave it. But that's the first impression of your business. 
So if you went to a store and it was a disaster and it hasn't been updated in like five years, are you going to want to buy anything from that store? Probably not. Like if Walmart hasn't updated in like five years, 10 years, I mean, it's kind of, you, you got to keep it up to date to show that your business is keeping up to date. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're just word of mouth, then I mean, I guess it's fine. But if you want to grow and you want to bring on any new customers, especially millennials, you need to make sure that your website is up to date and has all the up to date information. The last thing you want is if you don't update your website, you might have enough customers. But what if your customer goes to your website to look for more information? Your prices are out of date. If you haven't updated your website, that could end up with a little fight going on there because you might have raised your prices. But if you forgot to update your website, then they're going to want the prices that are advertised on your website. So, I mean, that's the big thing. Google's algorithms. If you ever do want new customers in the future, maybe you're content now. You want to make sure you keep up to date with the algorithm. So maybe you're like, oh, I'm good right now. But maybe in a year or two, you want to grow. Well, you want to make sure you keep up to date with everything now. If you want to sell your business in the future, you need to make sure that your website is up to date and that you have the best online presence possible. That'll make your company worth more. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, the analogy I'm thinking of, because for some reason, a website is just like, it just boggles my mind. And I'm sure a lot of people do too. So sometimes we just pretend we're ostriches and we stick our head in the sand and we go, la, 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 I can't hear you, right? And then we go, oh, shoot, I need someone because all of a sudden something's broken and something's not working, right? Right. So what I'm thinking of this as like a facelift, it's like, you know, sometimes things get old and saggy and shaggy. And I'm not saying that everyone needs a facelift by any means. So don't get mad at me, you guys. But what I'm saying is like, you know, your website needs to be updated because I mean, if you look at websites today versus five years ago, they're completely different. It went from, you know, just a one thing to a very scrolly, you know, that's all we do. We scroll on Instagram and Facebook and everything that you're watching us. You guys, if you're watching us, I want you to go ahead and uh, thumbs up or Say this is great. Give us some sort of feedback to let us know that you're here. And don't forget to ask us any questions too. So we're talking about this. What kind of things can we do to refresh our actual website? So the one thing that I wanted to kind of backtrack a little bit about, which is kind of related, is that uh, you might not want to update your website, but one thing is the security. So if you haven't updated your website in five years, most likely it's not secure. And any other customer information that is associated with that website can be available to hackers. So that is one thing that you want to do is get an SSL certificate and an SSL certificate will make sure that your website is secure and encrypted. And I know uh, one of our talks with Bella that we spoke about websites explained a little bit about how the encryption works. If you think about it as someone goes to your website and they put their email address in, fill out a form and ask for maybe uh, a consultation. If your website's not encrypted and there's a hacker, they can intercept and grab your customer's phone number and they can grab your customer's email address. When you have an SSL certificate, yes, they can intercept, but when they intercept, it'll be all jumbled. So they won't be able to actually get the correct information. So one thing you want to do is go and get an SSL certificate and you can talk to your hosting company. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. I love that. Danielle says you're not wearing the same holy t-shirts from 10 years ago. (laughs) absolutely and jay says have for both websites that's awesome jay is a really long time pensioner great great guy thank you guys all right so let's keep it going and tell us why do we need frequent website monitoring and if it's okay i'm going to tell you a viagra story to lead into this one okay do that yeah let's start (laughs) 
<laughs> so I had my pet sitting company and it was a great website. It was totally good. And sometimes I get these like little red dots and they'd have like a number there. And I'd say, okay, I need to update a plugin. So I'd just be like, update, 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 update. Okay. Da, 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 da. And then I get an email saying, your website is selling Viagra. I'm like, what? What is going on? And at the time I was with a hosting company that, and this is when I was in NICU with Olivia. So like, I really had like no time. And I was just like the end of my world because my website was 95% of my business. So I called my web host at the time and I was transferred to India and I sat on the phone for 45 minutes, talked to someone who couldn't help me. And then I was transferred someplace else. And then like, they didn't care. They didn't care about my website. And it was all because I found out, and you probably could tell people more about this. I just went ahead and updated my plugins, not knowing that it would mess up with something else and create a vulnerability. Right. So then I said, from that moment on, I want a website handyman or handywoman. And I wasn't going to do any of that. And I was going to let them do it. Because although the actual incident of just pressing update seems so easy, it actually messed me up and it created so many headaches. Mm -hmm. So Erica, Mm -hmm. can you please explain why do we need frequent website monitoring? So if you kind of think of it as like a car, when you buy a car, you don't just buy the car and then nothing else, right? You have to get your oil changed. You need gas. You need, you need to keep fueling it. Right. So if you kind of think of your website the same way, you need the maintenance and think of like the gas as the ongoing maintenance the oil change as update, making sure everything's updated and all that. So your phone too, you notice your phone gets updates. So that's um, every time your phone, you get a ping out, your iPhone has an update, make sure you update it. You want to update those right away because most of the time those updates mean that there is a security vulnerability and that's a patch. So it's the same thing with the websites. But if you wait too long, you don't update them right away. As a smaller website, you probably won't get hacked. But as you can see, Bella had was selling Viagra, so you never know. But the biggest thing is, is if you wait too long to update it and you skip a bunch of updates, then you can break it or you can open up cracks so people can get in. So it's just really important that you want to update it right away. And that's why you want to make sure you have somebody frequently monitoring your website to make sure every day or every week, whatever, that it's all updated. You want to make sure you're monitoring for security threats. So like all of our websites, every day it scans for security threats. So I know right away, if there is an issue, you can be on it right away. We want to make sure, so the biggest thing is the viruses. You want to make sure there's no viruses or hackers and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Passwords, making sure that they're updated and changed. The big thing is themes and plugins. So as I was saying, like WordPress is the most used content management system, which is why the hackers target it. So every time there's a WordPress update, you might hear that there's there's a threat and WordPress is patching it. So update that right away. The other thing is you want to monitor for your search engine terms, which is a little bit different, but you want to be able to monitor what terms are working on your website, what terms people are searching for. And it's good to have somebody to kind of help you say, you know what, your competitor is getting a lot of traffic from this search term. You don't use it on your website. Let's maybe try to put this into, maybe switch up one of your headers or write a blog about it. Your website. That's kind of cool thing. So like what you're saying is that you're not just technical. You're not just, let me update this. Let me fix this. Let me make sure that you're protected. Like kind of like an army like a, a, or a moat around your website, keeping it yeah. safe. But you're also advising the king of the castle, the queen of the castle on how to go into battle and win these battles. And these battles are like SEO, you guys, right? Right. You want to win these SEO battles and someone that can help you with your website do that. 
not only does it take that out of your mind, and a lot of you are joining us right now who are just like, oh my gosh, what else do I need to know? This is such mm-hmm. a pain in my butt, right? It's, it's that other person that does not cost a lot that is something that can really save your butt. For me personally, like I do these heat maps, like I love it because you really see like where people are going and and how they're traveling through the experience. You can record screen. There's so much stuff that you can do that we don't know about because we're <laughs> so and dog walkers. We're right. pet and dog walkers. We need someone, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, like Erica, that can be like, yo, look up over there. Like you want to know about that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. And I mean, I use you for that too, all the time. I did that like last week. I was like, ah, and you're like, (laughs) don't worry about it. It's fine. It's so cool. So leading into that, I mean, tell me more reasons on why you would want someone on your team like that. I mean, the big thing is time. You don't have the time to sit there and make when someone leaves. Right. So I had a client, one of their employees left. They can just email me and say, can you remove them? Okay. It's gone. You have a blog. You want to put it up. It's just the time. You don't, you can spend that time better. You can maybe get an extra client instead, right? So just having somebody, if something happens, another client had had an issue with one of the technical issues. Their phone number wasn't showing up in the, in the schema. So they sent me an email. Okay, fixed. And I mean, just having somebody that when something's wrong and you don't know what to do, you can just send it off and we'll fix it for you. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do on your own around updating your website. One thing you want to do is you want to make sure every couple weeks, and I mean, this is something that you'd have to do whether you have a website handyman or not, is you want to make sure your information is up to date because, I mean, I don't know if you change your phone number or if you change your prices or if an employee leaves, you have a new employee. So you want to make sure maybe every month, just take a quick look through your website, make sure all of your information is current. And if you want to change your email addresses, that they're all there and they're all working. That's a big thing. Another thing is the images on your website. So take a look at your website. If, be honest. If you have images that do not look awesome and they look pixelated or they're stretched, like get rid of them. That's such a bad first impression. There's so many free image sites out there. And I know sometimes you want to use your own, but make sure if you use your own, it is a high quality photo. A low quality you photo of your own. own. Use them on. Let me let me just say, like, there's a time and a place to use your own. That's on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, exactly. When you're on your actual website, unless they are high quality photos, mm-hmm. like she's saying, get rid of them. And if you're gonna have your picture on your website, don't have your sunglasses on. Take them off. We're selling trust and security, and you're putting a barrier up between people. You right. know where they can't really feel you. So, Erica, yeah. I want to touch on something really quick, if it's okay. You had mentioned the blogging and the problem I think that a lot of people have, Sarah says Pixabay is a good free image website. I think one of the problems a lot of people have is they want to do this blogging. They want to update their website. They want to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I see it in the Better Marketing Develop program all the time. And they get this awesome information, but then they don't actually sit down to do it because they're scared or they don't know what to do or they don't want to do it wrong. And I have seen a direct correlation between the people that have come on board with you and had you to hand off their blogs Mm -hmm. that I'm giving them to Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's being posted. It's being repurposed. It's being used rather than staying in their folder, not being used because they have you that they can Mm -hmm. forward. I mean, they forward Mm -hmm. their whole folder. Yeah, they do. Exactly. Instead of it just staying on your to-do list forever, you can actually get it done. So I would say it helps like with my clients, like, thank you, because it helps secure their investment. 
right. with me and lets them actually mm-hmm. use this stuff, which actually brings them clients. Right. So I think that it's really important for people to understand that it's an investment to bring you more in. It's not, oh my God, I have another expense because it's really not that expensive in the right. grand scheme of things. No, right. it's not. Right. Some other things to do is grammar and spelling. So many websites have grammar and spelling issues. It's another thing. Go through your website. Use Grammarly. Use that to go through and make sure all of your grammar and spelling is correct. The last thing you want is have a new client come to your website. And it's just the spelling and grammar is off. And they might be like, well, if they can't take the time to actually make sure their website is written properly, are they actually going to take good care of my pet? So you need to remember that there are a lot of people who will directly correlate or directly relate your website's impression to the quality of your services. So is you, does your website reflect the quality of services that you offer? Is something you want to ask yourself. You want to check for broken links. Make sure that you don't have any broken links on your website. What I've noticed is sometimes when you have an old website, you might have linked to like a blog five years ago, but not, that blog is no longer live. So when someone clicks on it, they just go to a dead page. So you want to make sure you don't have any of those lying around on your website. About five years ago, two, three, five years ago, if you did your website then, you may have been using a lot of what we call black hat SEO techniques. Some of those include like keyword stuffing. So you might notice you want to rank for pet sitting. So you put pet sitting on your page like 15 times. But Google is smart enough now that they don't need that. They can tell by reading your content what you're offering. So you just want to make sure that you use it naturally in the language and don't keyword stuff because you will start getting penalized for that. So make sure you aren't doing any black hat techniques that will get you penalized. I didn't even know there was a word for it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. We kind of talked about the monitoring and the security and the viruses and tracking and analysis and all that stuff, right? So the big thing you want to do is you want to make sure that your website is user-friendly. I haven't really touched base on that. So when we build websites, it's more for marketing. And then the technical stuff is kind of in the back end. So yes, we want to make sure the design looks good. We want to make sure everything's technical. But the biggest thing about our websites is we want to make sure... That when your user or when your visitor comes to the website, they can find what they're looking for. They don't have to click through five menus to see a list of your services. It's right there. They come to your website. Usually we have a call to action that is right on your hero image. And it will either give them one. One option is best. If you have to do two, you can do two. And um, it basically says like book now or book a consultation. So it's literally saying, okay, you know what? Biggest thing is you just want to get in contact with somebody. So you want them to email you, you want them to sign up, or you want them to call you. And when they come to your website, you want to make sure that right away, that's the first thing they see is that option. And then hopefully what they'll do is they'll just ask you for information. And then now you have their contact information and you can follow up with them and kind of do your sales funnel on them. And then the usability as well. So uh, you want to make sure it's nice and go to your website. You want to make sure there's a lot of white space. And that's really easy on the eyes and it's easy to read. So you don't want to go to a website where it literally looks like that. How many websites do you go to and it's just like a huge thing of taxi that no one's going to read? So you want to break that down into readable content that you can get the dress just by skimming. So maybe they scroll down and you see a pet sitter, dog walker, vacation, pet taxi. And they're like, oh, okay, those are the services. They're bold with a little bit of a description and yeah. then and you scroll down more and it might say, why you? Because you have GPS, you have online booking, you have training. I mean, you have certificates, you've won awards, that kind of thing. So you want to make sure that when you build your website, you're building it for your customer. It's not a sales pitch. And like we uh, spoke about in the last one, it's all about emotions. 
So you want to make sure that your website is tweaking at the emotions of your customer. So yeah. that when they read it, like, oh, yeah, I need this. I feel bad for my dog. Or I'm so busy that I, I, I should call them and that kind of stuff. Awesome. How do we find someone to hire and why should we have someone manage it? Anybody who knows your websites, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for and the amount of services that you want. So like ours, for example, range from we have a basic do-it-yourself where we just take care of the basic maintenance and security monitoring and that kind of stuff. All the way to where we do a lot more maintenance on it. We do a lot more updates. We do like keyword monitoring is a big thing and SEO. So like SEO is a huge task to take on. So like, yeah. I mean, our websites do have basic SEO. We help you with it, but like actual ha- having somebody do your SEO takes a lot more time because it takes time. And that's where Bella's program, her better marketing program really helps with SEO because she gives you the blog. So you don't have to worry about trying to find time to develop content each month. You have new content. Every time new content adds your website, like a blog, Google's kind of reminded about you, they're pinged. So, so having someone just to do your content for you is huge. Posting on social media too, believe it or not, is helpful on your SEO. So you do want to, anything that you do that links to your website and, and that kind of stuff, just keep going and going and going. And Google sees everything that you post. Perfect. So Erica, what else can we do? I mean, we talked about the HTTPS, right? Erica, I love how excited you are about all this. It's such your zone of genius. I mean, you really truly are the expert in the industry on this that I'm looking through our show notes and I'm like, I think she said that already. I think she said that already. No, I went through most of it already pretty quick this time. eh? We did. We did. I mean, is there anything that you think that we're missing? Because I definitely don't want to miss anything. There's a lot of like backend stuff that you probably don't aren't aware of that needs to be done to increase the performance of your website. There's uh-huh. things like caching. I don't even know what that is either. I don't think any of us need to like even we just need someone like you to know that. We need right. to know what kind of leash to use on this dog. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm trying to prove a point. Like all of this is so overwhelming because it's not your zone of genius. Right. You know? But at the same time, it is so critically important to have this stuff in line if you want to be a successful business. Because this day and age, you're dead in the water unless your website is like a Ferrari. Pretty much. There's a couple more things Go that I wanted it. to touch on. Go for it. Have a look at your website. Check the testimonials that you have on there. Are they from like 2013? Because if they are, they should be replaced with new ones. <laughs> so don't because I mean your it's website or your, your business can change a lot over the last couple of years. You want it to be frequent and when you have the old testimonials that kind of shows that you haven't been updating your website and now people are going to be wondering what is really going on with your business That's a good one another one is badges so i have seen people who have had certificates and badges they won best pet sitter in 2012 okay well i'm wondering now you, you won in 2012 but you haven't won you didn't win 2017 2018 so does that mean that your business has gone downhill if you haven't won since 2012, which maybe you have, you just haven't updated your website. There's so many different things like that that just show that your website's dated. And you might not realize how much it's actually hurting your image. So do me a favor. Take a look at your website. Make sure that if you haven't updated in a while, make sure that all of this information is updated to make sure that your website is reflective of your business. That's awesome. That's so super awesome. I love what you said about those badges and stuff. Can you speak to really quick? And this is an off the wall question mm-hmm. to the websites that when you go on their first page, they've got all of these, like, I have insurance through this and I'm mm-hmm. a member of this and I'm a member of that. And then their logo is like up here in the corner. 
Right. So, I mean, those are okay to put down at the bottom. Do people really care about it? I mean, they're more interested in what you can do to help them. It does help in some cases. People are going to want to book from an award-winning pet sitter or one that's trained or that does training with like fetch find and it might give them a little bit of comfort knowing that you have certifications and you have insurance. But I mean, most of those are good to go at the bottom of your website because if they're actually that interested and they scroll down, they'll see it. But the biggest thing is you want to sell the emotions at the top of your website. And that's just kind of like a secondary selling point. Yeah. There's the whole psychology of the websites, which I'm sure we'll touch on at some point. It's a whole other ball game. It's a whole other ball game. We've got all the technical stuff out of the way in the first couple episodes that you get to host, which is awesome because it's so overwhelming. And I think once a lot of us see the word SEO, mm-hmm. we just go. A lot of people don't realize that it's something that has to, it's ongoing maintenance. It's not just the one thing. So I have people like, so do you do SEO? Or does my website come with SEO? It's like, well, it comes with the basic SEO started, but it's up to you to continue to do a lot of it. And it's yeah. a lot more than what you think it is. Maybe there's a pet sitter out there right now who has a company that's doing their SEO. I think layman's would say maybe the most obvious way to find out if they're actually doing a good job is where are you in the Google rankings? Is that the only thing to look for? Or like, tell me about if we have a company, how do we know if they're actually doing what they need to do? Well, I mean, you need to do a lot more in depth because what a lot of those companies do is they ask you, what keywords do you want to rank for? And that doesn't necessarily mean anything because maybe you want to rank for a keyword, but it has zero search results in a month. So yeah, you're ranking number one, but you're not getting anything from it. So what a good SEO company would do is tell you which keywords you should be ranking for based on a keyword analysis and competitor research. So that's something that we have in the works right now. Some of our clients, we are starting to collect their data and we have inputted their competitors. So we'll be able to tell which keywords are really working for their competitors and which are really working for them so that we can make sure that they're actually optimizing for the right keywords. Because like I said, it doesn't matter if you're ranking for a keyword that no one's searching for. And then the other thing, the other point of that is you want to make sure your website is actually receptive to them because your website could be ranking really well, but maybe it's not converting well because people go to your website and then they leave because it's so hard to navigate that they're like, I'm not even going to bother for the next company. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of the two points there. You want to make sure that, yeah, you want to make sure you're optimizing for SEO and yeah. you want to also make sure that your website is easy to navigate and answers their questions. Yeah. And answers questions is all about sales, Erica. I mean, at the end of the day, we need our website to not only run properly, but also attract people. So going back to that car yeah. analogy, we want it to go down that freeway nice and fast and be so amazing, but we want it to look amazing that people go, ooh. Yeah, that's pretty. I like that. Or that makes me happy. Or I want that. I want to be associated with that. And that's actually a lot of what we're talking about in our mastermind this month. Mm -hmm. We're talking all about sales and every aspect of it from the phone, email, Instagram, Facebook, and your website. Erica, I think that was just amazing. It was so much information, so much awesome information. I cannot stress enough. If you guys are listening to this and you feel overwhelmed or you're like, oh my gosh, another thing to do. Really isn't because we're dropping all this information at your feet that you can go DIY it yourself if you want, or you can give Erica a call and see how she might be able to help you. And I cannot say it enough. She's helped so many of my clients that she makes me look good with my clients, <laughs> quite honestly. Erica, any final words about the topic SEO before I tell everyone what we're talking about next time? 
I think the biggest thing is just keep writing content that your customers want to see. So answer their questions. If you have a question that your customers ask a lot, write a blog about it. And just keep kind of doing that. Think of your customer for every piece of content that you write. It should resonate with your customer. Got it. And that make Google happy. <laughs> that is so, so, so important. I absolutely love it. Such a great point. You guys, next week, we're actually going to be talking about the eight things you must do well on your Facebook page to grow your pet sitting business. And let me tell you, this isn't actually the first time that I've talked about this. I just actually came from in Pasadena speaking to the Groom Expo, and this is the exact presentation I gave them. And let me tell you, I'm not tooting my own horn. But I got a lot of fives out of fives for this presentation. It's something you're not going to want to miss. It's not your typical stuff. And with the Facebook apocalypse that just happened Mm -hmm. and all this stuff changing, you are going to want to know these tips and tricks. It is my duty and goal to give you one or two things that you pick from this list I'm going to give you next week to actually hone in and focus in on doing. So I hope that you join us. Gosh, guys, thanks for jumping with us. And I think that's about it. Go over your website and make sure that at least if you do a couple of the things that we mentioned in the show, it'll help a little bit. Awesome. Erica's website is marketing.co. Go check her out. Blow up her messenger. My website is thejumpconsulting.net forward slash Bella dash marketing. Thank you for joining us for another episode or training of (laughs) Jump Into Marketing. I'm your host, Bella, with Erica Goodwin of Marketing Co. and uh, Marketing Blog. (laughs) all kinds of things thank you for joining us thanks for jumping with bella in your business for more information free articles free coaching sessions and more go to jumpconsulting.net and remember bella's got your shoot